0: This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude Adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Altitude. Adjustment. Good afternoon, it is 2 p.m. 2.02 p.m. Central Time on Saturday, Mm -hmm. yeah, Saturday, October the 2nd. And this is um the podcast, the twice a week podcast, Altitude Adjustment. I'm Leon along with Warren and Leonard. Uh and what today's topic is about manhood. So I apologize for that little uh blip there, but I get excited about this this um during this the these sessions that I sometimes uh have to um look at remember the mechanics of getting everything uh, on the air and everything, so. That's
1: okay. Well, that's okay.
0: (laughs) It's Good. So anyway, uh, what we were talking about is I I mentioned that today's topic was about manhood and that we have uh, different aspects of manhood. So we wanted to, Leonard was explaining something that was going on at his firehouse. Go ahead. Uh, Re-explain it. We used
2: to joke about uh report to the report to the training floor for your man lessons uh, and what would what would one of the things that we get that said about you uh and it was a jokey manner of course is if the guys found out you was talking to your wife or significant other on the phone and basically they could tell from your reaction that your wife uh put down the law on you and you gave in that would get you joked. that would get you joked about, about your manhood. Mm.
0: So, so, you know, that was definitely in a, in a joking manner and it, it meant as a joking situation. Um, but, but the concerns that, that, that I have seen is that there has been a lack of understanding or a change in the concept of manhood and being a man. Right. And I'll give you an example. <clears throat> I didn't take a, uh, a piece of the, the, um, video, but there was these four people sitting on five or five people sitting on a sofa and they were talking mm-hmm. and this was, uh, all, they were all black three. I think it was three women, two men. And it might've been some other, arrangement but but that's kind of what I remember I more remember the substance of the conversation than the actual than the actual aesthetics of it um yeah. but one young man was going on about <clears throat> that the wife that he was that he didn't care about or he didn't think that the the wife's contribution to this relationship was as significant as his contribution because he paid the bills he you know bought this he goes to work and all she did was come and be pretty <laughs> and so and so i had a problem with that I had a significant problem with that
2: your problem, was it directed toward the wife or directed toward the man? And It was directed toward was women.
0: Dressing. It was directed toward women. He's what he's saying is that men are the, the breadwinners, men are the, um, uh, providers and that all a woman is, is dressing for his achievements.
2: Well, he knew that before he married the woman, he.
0: No, he's talking in general. Even... He's talking in general. Okay. That uh, that men are the breadwinners. Men are the um, are the ones that that build things. Uh, that that you know are the ones that achieve things, and women are just there to suck up the resources that men create.
2: Well, okay, talking in the general sense, it's that case because. How long were women denied entry in the jobs? In the U.S., women didn't work wholeheartedly in the workforce until World War II, when all of, when most of the men were sent off over to Europe to fight. And women had to take the factory jobs, you know, the of Rosie Derivative. The and then when the men came back, these employers, who were usually male, conveniently got rid of the women and put the men back to work. Uh, that was the story of the women's professional baseball league. Uh, it came because a lot of the baseball players were drafted and sent over to Europe to fight. Uh, and then when these men got back, they conveniently put them back, put major league baseball back and stopped the women's professional baseball league. So Mm -hmm. I would disagree with what he's saying in that general sense, but that's just me. (laughs)
0: Okay. So, here's the problem I really have with it. Um, <clears throat> we have exp- we have lived through years of two-parent income households. So by 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 berating women and thinking that women's contribution to the family is is less significant than the breadwinner we now have years of data that shows if, if one parent is not at home raising children, it impacts society. It impacts the behavior that goes on in society. So, so, so having a two income household. So if you, um, uh, elevate your, if we, if we as men elevate our importance to the relationship, because of money and things, we ignore the importance of what a family is. Yeah. And so if a woman's mm-hmm. or and, and, and not all and not all families are uh, where the man is the breadwinner or the income maker. Um right. and, and it doesn't necessarily is is I think that two a two income family has drawbacks that hurt society as a whole and so the idea that um that a man would believe that he is elevated over his woman because he goes to work is extremely short-sighted
3: yes I because
0: agree with you. It is, it is. Sorry, I ahead.
2: agree with you on that point I agree with you on that point because Let's just say it's a situation where the family has three kids. The man goes out and work. The woman's at home raising the three kids. She's cleaning the house. He comes home every day. He has a cooked meal. He comes home to a clean house. He comes home to, well, to well-behaved children. And, you know, it, like you say, you elevate your importance over there because you work. And I'm sure a lot of women in those situations where a man is elevating his importance, would like to say hey you trade with me for a year and see if you could put up with what i deal with and let me be the one to go to work okay and then and also in reverse when the woman is the breadwinner you got these men who want to be insecure and act crazy because the woman is making more money and they get crazy and act insecure about that and uh I know I've had that discussion with both my wives. I wouldn't mind it if my woman in the, in either case, if the woman had made more than me, I would celebrate in that. I would glory into that. Uh, so there, that's, that's my, those are my. Uh, okay. So I'm going to put a
0: pin in, uh, there's a, there's a, um, question that I have is, you know, can you be a house husband? And we'll come back to that. Um, but I do want to, uh, speak to one of the things that you talked about. Um, And he says, so like, you know, he comes home to a cooked meal. He comes home to a clean house. He comes home to uh, behaved children. And in the video, his response to that was, I can pay for that. With the money that I make, I can buy a cooked meal. I can have somebody come cook the meal for me. I can have somebody clean the house for me. I could have somebody, you know, take care of my kids for me. And so what I think he's seeing is is that for him life is about a transaction. It's about dollars yeah. and cents. Yeah. And it's not about the he's, relationship. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Taking away the human factor and and the uh traditional role of the uh the parent in the family when you uh do that type of thing um kids are are accustomed to having parents with specific roles and then when you bring someone else into the family to take over those roles then how do how do they adjust to that and how do they view themselves coming up and what their roles are to be eventually you know things get out of out of sort and and people forget what their roles are and money Money is only part of the equation. You know, uh, does it matter who makes the money? I think what really matters is how the money is handled, how the money is spent, whether it's the man or the woman. And then the other factor is what are the parents doing inside of the home to uh, raise the family and the kids? That's, that's what really matters. The, the value should be on the total outcome. And, and how the family is, um, the, how the family's developed. What are the relationships like? Not who's making the money, not who's doing the cooking and the cleaning, etc. cetera. What's the total, what's the big picture with the family and how those kids grow up and see society?
2: Well, the challenge with that is in America, you're conditioned to believe whoever makes the money, whoever earns the most, that's who you know, it's like the golden rule, old golden rule. The, those with the gold make the rules. So if the man makes the most money, he's, you know, our society has told him for decades, you're the boss. You pay the cost to be the boss. And they forget that in a family, like a two-parent family, y'all got to co-parent. Okay, if one of us working, you know, then the one stays home and the one takes care of the kids take care of the house or whatever and the other one go out to work like for example with my first wife i never did say my check or her check it was the fire department check it was the salvation army check because that was the last job she had when she died so it was the check because both of it both incomes were both of ours Mm -hmm. and when you get into a marriage and, I, and I'll speak this from that point because that's what I'm experiencing. It. And you start saying, mine and yours, mine and yours. You start, you, you place seeds of division in the relationship. And that's not good for either one of you two. And that's not good for the kid. When you make, like Leon mentioned earlier, when you make life about a transaction and everything you look at is a transaction, yeah, you could pay for all of that, but what are you going to develop?
0: Right. What what, what that? that that has been my concern is that 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 kind of I think toxic ideology um is not is is more mainstream than it than is beneficial. And that yeah. you know what we see now is uh well I guess it's been a while we where divorce rates are so high is that is that people see the the things that So, so marriages, I'm not, I'm not married, never been married, but I have been in a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. and having a relationship one-on-one where you're developing your house is extremely tough because you eventually get to learn to like things a certain way. And then the other person likes different things a different way. And the mm-hmm. struggle then becomes how do we live together and still get a, a modicum of what we both want uh, and, and things work well? And when people see an out as, <clears throat> well, I'll just get divorced and find you know, another situation, um, then people don't work as hard at uh, making things work, compromising building bridges you know it, eventually you get stubborn and you're like I just want it this way and and so when you when, so in his instance he's not investing in the relationship what he sees is a transaction yeah. and so when things get tough then he just looks at what other transactions can i make to make things better for me and then you've got the situation of you know children being in a broken home
2: and like you said the key word is he's at the end of that he said for me once you get married and have kids as a man you actually put their needs ahead of yours i mean there were some things i wanted to do over the last 18, 19 years, my oldest son is 20, but how will this affect my wife? How will this affect my children? I had to think of that first before I thought of me. Uh, For example, you know, like I was studying to get promoted on my job from private to captain. And my wife, you know, I knew for those, it was about a six to 10 week period my wife had to take over, he she took over more of the parenting duties for our son, take care of our son than I did. But when I got this promotion, it provided more income for our family, it benefits everybody. And you and you know, you if you don't look at it that way, you're sowing some seeds for division, which in a marital situation and a family situation, it can it it leads up to no good. It leads up to broken homes and that affects children more than anything else. Negatively speaking.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, that, that, that's what I look at it. And if he continues to look at that, for example, this, this guy that we were talking about, he continues to look at that as a transaction. It's like, well, if it don't go my way, how do I get out of it?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And leave this here? Or... The other famous way to handle it, let me go get some on the side. And that never, that really improves anything because once the other spouse or the other partner relationship find out you got some on the side, it causes tension it adds tension. It spread. still does damage Isn't to
0: the it? relationship. So it, it does damage to the internal relationship, uh, and, yeah. and children, uh, you know, again, if you're putting children first, Uh, then you, then you have to look at that situation. Is it healthy for your children? And I realized that the individuals have to look at their own mental health first, uh, before they can, um, you know, work with other people's mental health. But when you decide to become a parent, when you decide to become a couple, uh, basically Mm -hmm. what you are saying is, is that I'm willing to take on the responsibility of someone else's expectations and needs and desires
2: exactly exactly
0: and so um so in this instance of watching him do that i i just kind of put my head you know did a face plant uh uh into my hand and it's like you know I, i i could see the toxicity in the things that he was saying and he didn't i don't know if he was just being um what do you call it uh, facetious uh, yeah. or if he if he truly truly meant that but he, it it came across as truly truly meant that right i like it probably
1: was
3: <laughs> and so and i was it's
1: like a case of what they call toxic masculinity <laughs> bingo
3: <laughs> bingo that
1: toxic masculinity I, I was wondering what a good definition of that <clears throat> would be but that sounds like a pretty good one when um, things get out of control and your quote manhood uh, takes things to a a whole different level then and things get out of kilter out of sorts you know the, yeah. the uh, idea of marriage an ideal marriage, just one where the couples work together, they resolve their problems between mm-hmm. one another, and they they work things out. And just because either partner makes more money, should not automa- automatically give them f- um, superiority in the relationship. Yes. Superiority is 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 bad. There should be a partnership where things are worked out amongst the two, and I think that. Uh, just because you make more money doesn't mean you handle the money better. That's right. another problem just because you, you know, you can make money. doesn't mean you know what to do with it. So just because you do that and then you want to say, well, I'm the boss of things. So that,
0: that's, that could be a bad outcome. Right. And my thought is, is that, uh, if you are smart, you're going to pick a partner that has strengths in your weaknesses. So if you are right. a bad money manager, you want a wife, a partner that is a strong money manager because it helps you.
3: Right. But but exactly. if you're
0: if you're doing that mind Jedi thing where you because I'm making the money that, you know, everything goes my way, you're going to bring that whatever you, whatever you do there, you're going to damage your partner with.
1: right and then
2: you know the damaged person will only take damage for so long they will only take like if you got a dog and you constantly kick your dog there's only so long the dog will take before he turn around and bite you back and you know you keep damaging the partner there's only so long so much they'll take before they turn around and try to damage you and then you got like you say you got Toxic masculinity going on. Uh, so you know you you've got to you've got to think about that. Okay, if you're the boss, you're also supposed to be. It don't mean all the time just getting your way and running things. You got to also look. Okay, it's better if she takes care of this. It's better she take care of that. It's better for our family if I take care of this. Or if I take care of that, you got got to sit down and make an assessment of your family unit and what the strengths and weaknesses are, the corresponding strengths and weaknesses, and you let the one who does that uh, handle it because it it works to everybody's benefit. Like in some couples, the man would be the better caregiver of the children than the women. So let's the man take care of the kids, let the man take care of the as You talked about, can a man be a house husband? Yes, he can be. He can be, it's just, you know, as my wife like to tell me, a relationship is what two people agree to.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. So, so if that's the case, <clears throat> if it's whatever they agree to, then how do you define manhood? Isn't that manhood on a case by case basis?
2: Yeah, I mean, in that case, it, it, yeah, but again it's about what the two people agree to like.
0: I understand that, but but my point is, so we mm-hmm. were talking about defining manhood. What is mm-hmm. manhood? If the relate if manhood is defined on a case-by-case basis, then there is no single definition or there is no overarching definition of manhood.
2: I agree. I mean, everybody's got to look at, like, see, the way I run my household or with my wife, we run our household, could be very different from the way Warren and his wife run their household.
0: But is there a single definition of manhood between those two?
2: I don't necessarily think so. There may be some common ground.
0: Okay. So if if there's no single definition, then that guy who said uh who who believes in transactional relationships mm-hmm. his 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 definition of manhood is just as valid as anybody else's
2: right i never said his definition wasn't valid i'll only say that i disagree with it now okay my thing is this he got to get him a woman when he gets ready to marry if he's not already married he got to get him a woman that believe a marriage is transaction
0: and here's and here's what i'll say i believe that there has to be a standardized version of what manhood is so that in situations where there may not be a man in the house, at least because there's a societal definition of manhood, there's at least something for, um, uh, fatherless situations where they understand what a man is and they can strive to do that. If we make it on a case by case basis, if we make it on a, um it's defined by the particular couple, then there is no definition. And and we get these all these disparate um ideas of what manhood is. Well
2: even when we even when our society had a definition for manhood, we still had these disparate cases and people did what they want to do. Like for example, when you and I were kids Our father used to always tell us, well, a man gets up, a man goes to work. A man looks on his children. Now, our father was famous for saying, I'm not a woman. I ain't no woman. But our daddy was very affectionate most of the time. He believed in hugging and kissing on the cheek his son, for example. Where back in that day, men didn't do that. A man showed his love for the family by going to work, providing the house, providing the money, so that they can eat so that they can have gas and electricity and all that. And that's not always the case today. You even got men that are making babies and not staying around to take care of them. And our father felt like men like that should be shot with a shotgun. They don't deserve to breathe air. If you make a baby, you take care of a baby. That's the way our father taught us.
0: So if we had a standardized version of manhood that says a man is somebody that takes care of his responsibilities Mm -hmm. then it's not on a case-by-case basis it's not defined by two people in a relationship it's by it's defined by society it's defined by what our expectations are of manhood in our society
2: what i'm saying is no matter what society says you got people that are going to do their own thing
0: i What I mean, so why are we having a discussion? I'm not, the things that you're saying make, I don't, why have a discussion about manhood if it's on a case by case basis?
1: Well, let me interject a little bit here. Okay. The way I see it, this whole discussion is we're talking about manhood. We're talking about society. The problem with society is that over time, cultures evolve and societies evolve. Therefore, roles tend to evolve. What was a man back in the day, going back to the way early days, uh, when we started looking at traditional roles and things like that, the key focus was on biology. What is a man? Biologically, are you a man? You know, We looked at the chromosome, we looked at the anatomy and all of that that made you a man nowadays we're in a whole different era where people have literally tried to throw gender biological things out the window where it doesn't matter we're in we're talking about now you look at a person you think it's a man but you got to say what's your pronoun i think things have changed now so society is adapting to these changes And the roles are also changing because gay marriage is accepted now. So you got two women uh, in a household that are co-parenting, which one is the man? Do they even claim those type roles? So things are are in a turmoil right now as far as uh, roles because gender, as far as identity is being challenged. You know, we had the thing where, Miss King was on on Dr. Field the, going off against her son who was transgender and she was flat out rejecting it and they were in a heated battle, but that's where we are in society. Now people are challenging traditional roles. So to say a man is based on what we thought a man was a hundred years ago is totally, definitely being challenged. So, so do we're, you think
0: with, that, so do you think that there should be a standardized version of manhood
1: i think that's hard to do because uh society mores example when we had slavery that was accepted but is that was that okay then
0: i'm not, sure how, that, I'm not sure how that i'm not sure how that that connects with this but i'll i'll say this if we do not have a standardized version of what manhood is yeah. then manhood does not mean anything because there's no way to hold that standard, hold people up to a standard and have them perform to be a man. You're saying because we have gender roles, because, um, because we have gender fluidity that it changes manhood. And what I'm saying, manhood transcends gender liquidity. If you consider yourself to be a man, there are certain things that you have to do to be considered a man, and it does not matter if you have a penis or not. Okay. Then
1: again, it, it goes back to what an individual identifies it, as; they're making their own choices. Okay.
0: I I I disagree. I I don't think I don't think what you identify as means piddly squat to whether you are a man or not. I can identify as an alien, but if I perform the functions of a man, I'm a man.
2: What are the functions of a man?
0: That's what I'm trying to get at.
2: What are the functions
0: That's of a man? That's what I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying to get you to give me. Give me the definition of what a man is. It ain't got nothing to do with gender. About time. Huh? Well, it, it Functions it of can... men have changed what what are the functions of men men's that have changed okay
1: as when society would not allow women to do do certain jobs that that was considered a man's job world war ii comes along and all of a sudden they don't have enough men so women are doing the job were they women or were they men that's
0: a they good were question. Function. Were they? What were they women? Were, were they doing a man's job as a woman, or were they doing a man's job? Were they men? They
1: were doing a job that was considered a man's. It
0: was job. a job that was traditionally man. So that that right. means the job that you do does not define manhood. Would that be fair assessment? That's a fair.
3: assessment. Okay, Okay,
0: so it has over, nothing to do what, with the, what, the has nothing to do with the job you do.
2: What I what I would say, not necessarily with the statement you just made, it just showed that women can do their job. So it's not just a man's job; it's a job. Mm-hmm. Can men do it? Mm-hmm. Can women do it? There are mm-hmm. some men that could do it,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and there are some men that can't do it, but they had it anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so women came along and did it, mm-hmm. and the, and there were some women that could do it. There were some women that couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, with the caretaker role, there are some men that are be- better caretakers of children than women are. Mm-hmm. So, so like Warren was saying, over the last thirty to fifty years, our roles of what traditionally was considered a man, what traditionally, what initially was considered a woman, have changed. Have changed because now you got women doing what was considered man things and you got men doing what was considered women things.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like if, if you look back at the sixties, mm-hmm. would you have a bunch of men sitting around having a cooking and recipe club and talk and trading secrets on uh housekeeping and house cleaning? Mm-hmm. No, not, not very many.
3: But,
0: but, but, but I think one of the things, things that we said now. was, is that the job you do doesn't necessarily define manhood. I agree to that. Okay.
2: I I agree. So, so we can't, in other words, we can't define man just by the type of work you do. Right. The function that you play in the family.
0: Well, I don't know Uh, if the the function that you play in the family is not, um, is not de is not a definition of manhood. So if we're going to have manhood, if we're going to have manhood, uh, huh. It probably is going to impact the family, correct?
2: Yeah, depending on what's going on with that family, it will have. I'm not sure what that means. What does that mean? It depends on what's going on with the family. Let me let me let me let me say, okay, okay, it could be a a situation where the mom died, okay, and it's just daddy left with the kids to take care of kids until he finds a new wife, a new mate, or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's Doing things that traditionally the mom would do. I was in that situation when my first wife died. Mm-hmm. Now it was good that our sisters came and helped me mm-hmm. with some things.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. because I had a daughter that needed needed male. I mean, needed female guidance.
0: Wait, wait a okay? minute. Whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. So there were things that you as a man. Mm-hmm could not do.
3: There There are things that a
0: woman, as far as men goes, cannot do. Example. Example. Uh, uh, Can you get a daughter through her um, period? Period.
2: Some men can. Some men know enough about. Some that. men are
0: doctors, but is that tr- right. is that is that overall what men do?
2: Overall, if there's if you have a mother and a father in a home raising, is, a kid, whether you have a mother and a father, be- overall
0: does is that something men do?
2: no but there are men have been forced to take that role because mama what does that mean that they've been forced to take okay, the role. Let me, okay let me let me, let I'm, me I'm
0: trying to, let me, what let me, see you you keep you keep, keep trying to boil it down to four or five people and what i'm trying to do is bring it back up to societal level
2: okay I'm so we're talking differently I'm, and i'm, not, I'm not, just trying I'm, to make I'm sure talking,
0: that we stay on the same level
2: okay i'm talking to, i'm talking about what really happened right in other words okay now Sometimes there are women that leave families. They leave a How, how many
0: women leave families? Because again, I'm trying I to get us up to societal level and you keep drilling down into individual levels.
2: Okay. Right now, marriages are breaking up at over 50%. Right. It ain't always, it, and it's not always the kids are left with the mama. Right. There's a lot of fathers raising children. So right. That, so that's on a society. That's on a societal level. That is correct. That's not just that is not just four or five cases out right. of a few million. Right. All right. What I'm saying is you get some you get cases where men are raising daughters mm-hmm. and they having to deal with this. Whether mm-hmm. mom died, mom left to go be with another man or go be with another woman. Whatever, whatever the case is, the case. mother is not in the whatever house. Whatever the case is, she's not in the house. Right. So men have had to break down and take care of kids. Right. Which, historically, traditionally speaking, that's not what men do. Right. And they dealt with boys once boys got around puberty, somewhere between 12 and 13 to 14. Mm-hmm. Because then they were like, okay, now you need to be with your father. Mm-hmm. He's got to teach you the things about becoming a man. What was traditional male role?
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait. You just said, mm-hmm. let me send you to your father father Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: so that you can understand male roles so when a father is handed a daughter and he's there's no woman in the house
3: Mm
0: should not he then pass off some of that responsibility of being a woman onto a woman
2: if he got another woman
0: well, shouldn't he get, he get another, another woman? woman? Get shouldn't another... that be the issue? Shouldn't families be at least to some degree? And I understand gender fluidity. I am not trying to dis, you know, uh, say that gender fluidity is not valid, and that I'm trying to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But there is, there is, but not everyone is gender fluid. Correct. So shouldn't we then also, while we're dealing with gender fluidity, also deal with um, traditional genders and how to best deal with those?
2: The thing is this, whether a man gets remarried or not, whether he gets another woman in the home or not, he still gotta raise these kids. Like when my first wife died, I still had three kids to raise on a day by day basis. Now it was good that our oldest sister was staying with us at the time and she was able to help. But on a day to day basis, it was me, all that stuff. So What did you do in the things that you
0: didn't know? What did you do about the things that you did not know?
2: Uh, I would take them like, for example, with Olivia, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to braid her hair. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to do all that. I thing.
0: understand. What did you do?
2: So I took it. I took her to somebody's braid her hair.
0: You took her Every to a woman. To... You you took right. that. That was a job that you gave to a woman, which if is what I said. Man, and you keep. If it was a man, let's before you
1: go too far. Now there are men that can braid some hair. If it was a how, man, how many men braid hair? hair
0: again? You're doing what Leonard did. Let's let's let let's use. Let's use the occasional situation to attack the normal situation. I'm not attacking. And a few and, and how many men do you think or the majority of men do they know how to braid hair or not?
1: No, no, the majority. But the majority
0: don't. of women, who, but the, the majority of women know how to take a take care of women's hair, right? Correct. Then why um, you keep bringing say, up? Why you keep bringing up the occasional yeah. case?
2: I, I, I keep bringing that up because it's really happening.
0: I what? Who cares if it's really yeah. happening? Uh, it's not the okay. normal. Okay. It's okay. not the normal.
2: What difference does it make if it's the normal? See, because... you can't take that away from me and say, "Well, it's All not right. the
1: normal." All so
2: right, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna.
0: I'm not going I'm not gonna argue with you because I'm obviously not reaching you. So let's move on to something else.
1: Okay. Do you agree that normal over a period of time
0: can change? what what does that have to do all righty whatever I don't, don't what, who, don't who, we have women take care of women's hair they understand that so why would we why would we make men become able to take care of women's hair for a few cases
1: we're not making anything sure we're that's not- that's
0: your argument your argument is that because a few men can take care of women's hair that we don't give women the responsibility of taking care yeah. of women's hair.
2: Well, what I what I was That's saying was... Every, all right, all
0: right, guys. Whatever.
2: In reaction to your statement, you wouldn't have took it like to women. Like me and Salon owns
1: and everything.
2: Huh? If, I had a, if I had a, found a
3: man braid that
2: could braid that hair like it was braided, I would have taken it to a man. It wasn't about a woman or a man. I don't know how to braid hair. I can't even braid a man's hair. You could so have learned. You could have learned. I could have learned, but I, mm-hmm. I, I why didn't you learn? To take that time to learn it.
0: Why didn't you learn? You had a daughter. Not
2: to take, okay. Now you had a daughter. Answer you you, you, you could have learned. I chose I chose not to learn that. It. it was better. Well, wait a minute. What what, what, what,
0: what what you chose, you chose not, not to
2: finish my statement? Yeah, go ahead.
0: And then, go and go then hold on, let me write not, it down. Not, I'm gonna write down that you chose not to. So go ahead. Finish your yeah, statement. It's a,
2: it's a choice. If you didn't choose to learn it, you chose. You made the choice not to learn it. The thing is this. But what woman learned to I,
0: choose chose to learn to do women's hair? That's what they did naturally. She learned how to do women's hair because she was not, a woman.
2: Okay. okay. Now what I'm saying is, go ahead. This. I went. I didn't choose the people just because they were women. I chose them because they knew how to braid, them,
3: or they <laughs> took it to someone okay.
2: and braided their hair. Okay. If I had met a man who told me, yeah, I braid women's so hair, I do all that. I'd have went, I'd have went to him. I'd have taken him and he could braid her hair. I'd have taken her, I'd have taken her and them because our sister gave me a bunch of crap because one of the sisters in church took Olivia with her to her beautician who braided Olivia's hair and the braids were too fat. For our sister's taste so she jumped on my lack of skills as a father because the braids were too thick for her taste i'm hey, just man. saying hey you know hey no matter what i got i got jumped on
3: uh-huh. okay okay
2: so it's not about at that point it's not about man or woman i'm i'm trying to get my daughter's hair braided so i don't have to try to brush and comb it every morning okay i learned how to comb hair mm-hmm. i learned how to How to brush a woman's hair. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to deal with that every day. Mm -hmm. So if I get her hair braided, I get to go a month without dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Maybe two till it's time to do it again. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, and it wasn't the choice, wasn't a man or woman. But I, as a father, since her mother was gone, had to make sure her hair was taken care of. Her hair was taken care of. And now, God bless me to have my sister and also my sister
0: help do
2: that. Okay. okay. I mean
0: So okay. the the I'm I'm gonna get this comment in. So um one of our okay. one of our viewers says the federal government through welfare destroyed the poor nuclear family. That's really kind of not the discussion that we were having today. But I will um uh we have we I think we've talked about the nuclear family before and maybe we'll we'll come back yeah. to that nuclear family because Um, what we, what we are dealing with is the nuclear family. It is the father and and the children, the father and the wife and the children. But, um, but we're, we're the, the, the original discussion was about manhood and some of the, um, you know, what, what is expected of a man, um, to claim manhood. So, well, but go ahead. You were talking, I'm sorry.
2: Well, I'll say for that, for that momentarily, for that comment you just received. I know welfare or public assistance in the 60s and the 70s, they, especially with black families, Mm -hmm. they, if the family was getting public assistance, the man had to leave. Mm -hmm.
0: So we know about that. So so let's get back to, let's get back to the manhood.
2: That that, that affected the nuclear family because the dad.
0: How does that affect, how does that affect manhood?
2: Okay, I'm, I'm finna say because the father, unless they were willing to go against government rules and mandate,
3: uh-huh.
2: they couldn't be around to raise their children because So, the so raising children
0: is, is a part of manhood. So raising children is a part of manhood. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And that's what I. Yes. That's what I'm trying to get us to stay on. Stay on the topic of yes. manhood, not on the topic of uh, AFDc.
2: Well, the thing was, it it wasn't about the topic of AFDC. Right, I know what you're saying It's about it separating exact,
0: the, separating the man from the exa- family. Right, but that's just exactly that's like just
2: separating the man from the family.
0: There there are several things that separate the man from the family, and that's just one of them. Yeah, that's okay. The so, uh, getting back to the idea of manhood, so mm-hmm. it's not it's not it's not. Uh, you think Warren thinks it's uh, gender fluidity. So, so if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I claim to, if I was born with um, ovaries mm-hmm. and I claim to be a man that impacts manhood. Um, So Leonard says, um, uh, I'm kind of forgotten. Uh, you
2: mean what I said that my wife said is, a relationship is about what two people agree to.
0: Right. And so and so Leonard's saying that that manhood is defined on a case-by-case basis. So, so did I I mischaracterize the things that you guys are saying?
2: No, but I think okay. When you when you was characterizing my statement, uh-huh. you left it at that and it's and it's about no matter what society comes up with, People are going to decide to do what they think is good for them.
0: But don't you think, but don't you think societal norms, don't you think societal norms are important?
2: Depending on the societal norms and in what situation, like Warren talked to us before over time, norms change. Right.
0: And they do change.
2: change.
0: Right. Because our understandings change and things that we, Decide are normal or should be acceptable in society. Do change, societal yeah. norms do change, but is societal norms important?
2: Again, it's norm. It's important, but is it good necessarily? Because well, the question point, is: Are
0: societal norms good?
2: They can be. Depends on the norm right. and what the situation is. It's not going to. It's, it's not going
0: to be. It's not going to be. It's not going to fit every situation, but yeah, the whole idea the behind a societal norm is is that that's something that you work towards as a society. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. For example, like Warren mentioned, at one point, slavery was a societal norm here in America. No, and the way you it treated- was
0: not.
1: It was accepted as a way of life for a certain- It was more
2: than accepted. It was considered, it was considered-
0: it was, so,
2: it was considered a So the United States, slave. not all
0: colonies had slavery. Right.
2: Not all right. colonies, but it was-, it was Specific
0: cultures- legal. So specific, specific in specific regions, they had slavery, mm-hmm. but it was right. not the norm in the United States. That's why it, it ended.
2: Norm in, it was a norm in that part of the country and see right. and it was normal okay. that even So you and I differ plays, on
0: the definition of societal norm. So I will leave it at that. Okay. Okay. Fine. Right. Okay. So I will leave it at that and and, and I okay. because I don't think we're going to litigate that cuz that has absolutely nothing to do with manhood. So it's easy okay. to get off track. So the reason I talked about societal norms is that by defining a societal norm, it is something that we all can work towards for the benefit of society?
3: Okay.
0: Is that is that fair assessment of what a societal norm is?
1: Sure, I I agree with that. Okay. For the benefit of society.
0: Right. So when I say that so I that's, don't agree with that's, so when I say that societal norms or when I talk about societal norms and how do we define manhood as a societal norm, the concept is about defining a normative behavior for men and manhood that is going to be to the benefit of the individual and society as a whole. Okay. When we say it's defined by the individual families, we eliminate the societal norm aspect of it. And then we don't have a normative. We don't have something to work towards as a society because when we make rules, laws, and governing uh, families, we want to make sure that we are supporting the societal norms that are beneficial to the families. So whereas someone moves here from another place, and does something outside of the norms of our societal, uh, culture, structure, that we can not allow that to take root and then become a societal norm because more people and more people start practicing it. Mm -hmm. So by defining as, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Are we saying that the, government should
0: decide what societal norm is? I'm saying that the government should the laws okay first off the government is us so every time that you separate us from the government you're creating an us against them and that's not what we are because we elect our officials we determine which laws we'll obey and we implement so the government is us Right, so Brotherly the boogeyman Reed that the Reed government Reed is doing Reed. it is 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 a fallacy.
1: But that does not mean that people our uh, people are going to agree with laws and norms or whatever that government establishes.
0: Correct. So does that mean we don't we don't pass laws because people aren't going to agree?
1: No, we pass them. But I'm just saying we have the right to agree and dis- uh, disagree.
0: If it's a law, you don't get to disagree. That's the whole sure, point of it disagree, being a law. But
1: you gotta be willing well, to pay I, the consequences. Right,
0: you get to pay the consequences.
1: We have well, maybe, but before gay marriage was passed, people were finding ways to either get married or live as a married. But they, they also paid the
0: consequences.
1: Okay, maybe they did, but that didn't stop the behavior.
0: I I okay, okay, so. So the idea is, is that we as a society, we work together to create norms and mm-hmm. and we change those norms, it's necessary. And we create laws to support those norms. We do, right. we create programs and, and whatever else. So like we believe in families. So we believe in a family. Mm-hmm. We believe in a the nuclear family, a father and a mother. So we do what we can to help support that. Don't we, shouldn't we, shouldn't we, Um, create communities where we build housing that supports parenting and children. We don't build all of our houses with a single bedroom. Right? So we make sure we build houses that have multiple bedrooms for the parents and for the children. That's how we support families.
2: That's one way,
3: yeah.
0: So if we're going to Uh, have a societal norm about manhood, then we're going to pass, do things that help prop up or support that ideology, wouldn't we?
2: If everybody was acting in accordance with good sense, yeah, we would. Okay. Not everybody acts in accordance with good sense.
0: (laughs) So does that mean we don't do it?
1: Are we are we talking about
3: laws
1: based on manhood or are society no I'm just saying norms.
0: when we create the societal norms, uh-huh, okay. So when we create societal norms and we define, you know what those norms are, we have to make sure that we support those norms as a part of every aspect of our environment, don't we? so if if we expect fathers to take care of their children, and pass a law that says, no father can be in the house. That's contrary to what our expectations are, isn't it? Yes. So we have to make sure that we don't pass laws that are contrary to our expectations of what we want to happen in our society.
1: Correct. But then the question is how do laws like that get passed in the first place?
0: Okay. So I wanted to get back to to, I wanted to get back to the discussion of defining the manhood and not get into the political realm. But it appears we're just not going to get there.
3: Well, I mean,
1: people disagree on a lot of different things. I understand that.
0: But all I wanted to do... Go ahead.
2: And the political realm has a lot to do Right. With defining, one way of defining norms is in the political law realm. Another way defining laws is just by practice. And when someone does something, gets that practice, you try to, as a society or local community, bring about consequences on that person that's not necessarily legal, but the people around them do it. So, you know, like you said, AFDC was one way of separating the kids. Lawmaking and political realm is another way of passing societal norms as well as community action. So what's accepted here in St. Louis may not be uh, accepted in Lincolnshire, Illinois, because the communities that make up the two places are different.
0: And and that's and and that's getting into uh, another aspect, but if we have, if we as a, um as as a society,
3: mm-hmm.
0: have a single definition of manhood,
3: mm-hmm.
0: is everybody going to fit that definition? No. Is everybody going to want to be a part of that definition? No. But the hope is, is that enough people will want to prop up that definition because it benefits society as a whole.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the whole point. But if you don't have the definition, there's nothing to uphold. There's nothing to prop up. Right. And it is, it, it comes down to individual um uh desires.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So the idea is, is that we want to have a, a singular idea and understand that not everything is going to fit that singular idea, but that doesn't stop us from trying to have a singular idea or that shouldn't right. stop us.
2: In theory, you are hundred percent correct. Okay. Now where that loses that is in practice uh, we know America. Okay. We know America is a melting pot. Mm-hmm. You got people here from Spain. You got mm-hmm. people here from Mexico. Mm-hmm. You got people here from England. You got mm-hmm. people here from France. Mm-hmm. You got people from the different Arab countries. You mm-hmm. got people. From I, I get it.
0: Go ahead. Move on.
2: Okay. I'm, 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 I'm trying now. They're going to bring with them those societal norms. Yes. From the, from the countries and societies. Yes that they came from and it it might not, it might not match the definition that is made here in America.
0: But if we have a single definition here in America, then they have to conform and they don't get to determine what our national culture is because we've defined it. You can't cut a chicken's head off in your front yard for a reason. You can do that in other countries, you can't do it here. For example. So I'll by defining, by defining our manhood, we can make a better society for our
3: people.
0: That is it for today. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah but I don't think that's over with. Oh, of course yeah, it's not yeah, over yeah. with.
2: I, I, we got a picture discussion up another day. That's awesome. Oh, absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely! I had a great time. You got, you guys got my cardio up today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, good job.
0: Good job. <laughs> All righty, so we're done for today. We'll be back next week. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. That uh, concludes <laughs> the two adjust. And thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including stitcher.com, the iTunes store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares and comments so please like share and comment on this and other episodes of altitude adjustment because it matters and as always look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you